Materials podcast hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years experience. Each month we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of different feel today, isn't it, Gerardo? Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. It's it's, it's weird. a it's a weird feeling today. Uh, we are in the second week of October. Yeah, and we're recording our fiftieth episode that was supposed to air a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, but it, it does have an odd, Way to you let know, the fans down. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Boo. You suck. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things is as, as everybody knew going into this show and, and having, you know, been listening and in the know, um, they knew that I was in the process of moving you know, in the in the sale of a house, into the purchase of a house, and moving two hours away from that old house, um, and that was going to really shake up the foundation of where the podcast was going to be because it used to just be recorded at my house because uh, everyone was nice and close and easy, and we could all just meet in the central location. And then I had to be a jack wagon and move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then the bunker became your bunker. Yeah. And that's where we're sitting today. That is. It's we're a in. it's a brand new location for the show. Um and uh and it it feels good to yeah. finally be in a new spot. Uh now that I'm moved and I've I've moved away from everybody. Um <laughs> hold, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? As I'm as I'm introducing the the you know the 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 foundational quakes that right. we're making in the show, um, I, I you have some news on the on the fiftieth episode of the yep. show, don't you, Gerard? Fiftieth episode, first from the bunker at my house. Yep, my last from the bunker at my house. <laughs> oh my god. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I am. I am moving as well. Yeah. But I ain't just moving an hour away. Which is so sad. You should move an hour closer to me. Yeah, well, that would put me then about nine hours away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good gravy. Uh, um, yeah, so I had an opportunity, I think. Um, and uh, I, I guess it's an opportunity. I think it's an opportunity. Uh, for sure. To go do paramedicine in a cool place and... Uh, me being the person who always dives headfirst into the sh- shallow end of the pool, I went ahead and did the same thing I always do. You know, that causes neck injuries, right? What? Diving headfirst into the shallow end of the pool it causes oh. neck injuries. Oh, hold on, hold on. I can't see it. Let me turn my wheelchair around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so away I go. This is it. And uh, I, tomorrow night I'll be on the road. Tomorrow night you will be on the road. So yep. you will be... Uh, 
you'll be recording from a new satellite studio. The, yes, the, the, yes the, the Southern Bunker. The Southern Bunker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it, I think, you know, this lends itself. You and I have been talking a lot about how this is going to affect the podcast and, and medic materials as a whole and, and, you know, and everything about our relationship. And I think as you, as you pointed out, it gives a great opportunity to expand the show because, you know, we've, we've said it many times before the four of us get along so well, but we've never done EMS outside of New York state. Yeah. And this is the first opportunity that one of us can bring a different perspective from a different system, from a yeah. different state, not local to anything that we've known, um, into the show. And I think contrast, that's, yeah. that's really that I like, I find that to be the most exciting thing about the whole move, you know? Yeah. Um, like I said, I told you I was listening during one of my multiple trips down there in the past month or so, um, you know, I was listening to a couple of the old episodes just to kind of keep myself awake. And, uh, yeah, there was one where you came on and we're talking about how cool it would be to be able to go to another state and broadcast, you know, do a, a show from, like, their, you know, ambulance bay and talk to their people and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, he actually said that, like, fucking two years ago or, you know, a year ago. Who knows? Like, yeah. I don't even remember yeah. saying that, I, but, I yeah, either. I mean, but. it's, it, it, like I said, I think it's a growth opportunity. Uh, for you as a, as a human being, you know, and, uh, it's not like, I you know, start shrinking. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been growing way too much, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and you know, there, there's, there's still always Kelly that could take your pot, t- take your spot, take my pot, take your pot. Well, take we pot. did just that too. Bong in the closet, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, did, we totally, so, <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> so peel the curtain back. <laughs> We're in my stepdaughter's old room, which is now the new, the, the the new, new bunker. bunker. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm sta- I'm sitting <laughs> on the chair near where her old uh, uh, closet was because I mean they you know she's married and has like, two kids now and they're they're they've already moved out long ago and I'm sitting there, I'm looking up on the top shelf that's just sitting there's like this bottle and I'm like that just that bottle just looks weird and I look and I'm like oh shit it's got a bowl on it <laughs> oh fuck it's a bond. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I wonder. I wonder. Okay. You said that Tammy. Whoa. I wonder if Tammy even knows about it, right? right. I wonder if it's Tammy's. Oh. Ooh, the plot <laughs> thickens. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but I would think she'd just be like, hey, Gerard, you want to share? She, I'm not going to say it because I want to live, but okay. Oh. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to say it anyway. I like, I like to live dangerously. <laughs> It might just mellow her to fuck out. <laughs> You're not going to survive this move. I was just going to say, and then next thing you know, be like the next episode, episode fifty-one. Uh, like to uh, remember our good friend Gerard. <laughs> Gerard moves in with Turek. Right. Right. Hey, broadcasting from Turek's couch. Right. <laughs> oh my god! In my tears and underwear. <laughs> um. That's just, that's just awful. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, <laughs> so, so with the news, um, you know, the, the last thing that, that I wanted to, uh, to kind of point out is, uh, is that Gerard, you and I are working on a, a secret project. Mm. 
Super secret. A, a, a. Like, what? Oh, fuck. What was, so, the, what so, was the line? It's so secret that unlike. You can't every get the other, words out. I was just going to say, it's so I know, secret. right? Unlike every other secret we've ever had, this time Emily doesn't know about it. Emily doesn't know about it. That's I know, true. This is weird. That's I know, true. Completely, right? Um, <laughs> it's not like we ever tell the girls right. anything. Yeah. I don't know why that shocks you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you and I are working on a, uh, a, a like a, a, you know, double secret, super, you know, probationary, Probation, yeah. you know, secret type project top secret special compartmentalization you know all the good stuff yeah, yeah and uh it's it's gonna be a a uh a patreon uh secret it will be um that uh, i think probably within the next month or so maybe i would say probably yeah within the next week or so maybe yeah. then uh that we can start releasing some details here and there about this uh, this super secret project, but uh, if you this is my only uh, you know rig check item. If you are not a Patreon, you might want to go over and subscribe now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm not cause I'm not saying to you know get more money out of everybody, but the super secret uh, project is going to be on the, uh, the seven dollar level. Of the uh, of the Patreon, so the salty providers will get this uh, exclusive access to uh, to our new secret, uh, and yeah, it it will be one hundred percent worth it. Like I said, we're going to be releasing some details here in probably the next over the course of the next month, I would say, uh, until the launch day, and uh, and yeah, there uh, there might even be a countdown that you might have to uh, take a look for, or you know. See if you can find it. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I guess the only other news of the of the day is uh, is our good partner and friend and brand new paramagician uh, Kelsey has now gotten her uh, paramedic card, mm-hmm. as well as her ability to actually work on paramedic level patients. Which is why she's probably not here. Which I mean. <laughs> That very well could be, uh, <laughs> but uh, congrats to her. So uh, if you uh, if you you know are on the social media, send us a message. Just say congratulations, Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, I'm I will forward them all to her. She will appreciate all of them immensely. Um, so today, our discussion. All right, I did not bring a call for today, and this time nobody told me nothing. So I'm with you, Em. We're you and I are the mushrooms. Oh, love it. Um, so I, a, a, a while back when I was getting ready for the 50th episode of the show, yeah. I put out a, a, a thing to our <clears throat> fan base that just said, hey, if you have questions, let us know. Okay. And we'll talk about it. And uh, so I got a, uh, I got a question that I pulled out of all of the other questions. Because, you know, we got stupid questions and silly questions. and Ooh, I'd you like know, to hear those. They were, they were, they were fun. <laughs> you would. They were fun. Yeah. I like stupid, silly questions. They, they were fun. They're great. But this one hit to exactly what we talk about all the time on this show. All right. And it's going to be serious. It's going to be serious. Fuck. It's always serious. You know all me. Right. I pick yeah. the serious right. over the fun, right? Uh, so 
this listener who shall remain the unnamed Voldemort of the use you know like hey how many times a day do you guys fart you know or something funny like that no it's it's not no, this, no. Is, this is no, no, this, this is got to pick there's probably like one like that in the 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 did not choose pile there probably was yeah. Right. There, there. Of, of course, there was right. one that was. What is your favorite Subway sandwich? Oh, fucking a, <laughs> right? <laughs> Great. Um, we, can, we could debate that for an hour. We could debate that for an hour. You know. Um. So, here's here's the 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 base of the actual question. How do you deal with quote that partner? And Volt. <laughs> And I'm I'm gonna call this person Voldemort because it just makes sense. I don't understand what that means, but sure. Ugh, Emily That's does. a movie reference you didn't get. What? He, he's never watched Harry Potter. Oh, is that Harry Fucking Potter? Fucking mark thing? this in the oh. books. Are you kidding? No, I knew I, what that meant. Well, I'd never so, seen Harry Potter. No. So so in when, Harry- when, Al, when Alan Rickman passed away, I was like, oh man, Hans Gruber died. And, it, <laughs> and, and everyone's like. Who the fuck is that? I'm like, Alan Rickman. They're like, oh, uh, Professor uh, fucking Dumbledore. I'm like, I don't no. fucking know who the fuck that is. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so in Harry Potter, the the, the villain okay. is Voldemort. Uh, and, okay. and everybody calls him, will not use Voldemort's name. So they call him he who shall not be named. Oh, okay. So I'm going to call the listener who won't be named right. that sent us in this question, Voldemort, for the rest of the show. Okay. All right. So he's a bad guy? No. No, just because he who should not be named. There's so many other... You could have just said he who shall not be named. Now you got to make him a bad guy? But Voldemort's cool. But he's a bad guy. But he's a cool bad guy. So we're, like, oh, we're just going to call this guy the Emperor, okay? I mean, you could. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Han Solo. Right. <laughs> Why are you being fucking picky, all right? <laughs> Words, man. Uh, they mean things. All right, so how do you deal with that partner? That is the subject matter of today's show. Uh, the story goes that uh, Han Solo, Voldemort, or whoever you want to right. be called, uh, works in a rustic ambulance district. Okay. All right. And uh, they, they work uh, normal, you know, uh, normal configuration. So they're an EMT basic and their partner is their paramedic. Uh, I feel like I've prepared my whole life for this question. Right. Yep, right? <laughs> uh, but surprisingly, they say that even though they're in a rustic district, they're yeah. one of the only ambulances in that rustic district, so their call volume for their area is actually quite high. Okay. Um, and they say the first part of their problem is that their medic literally treats them like an a, a EMT basic that's a driver. They're they're not allowed to do anything within the confines of the back of the ambulance. Huh. So the, the right. So they write the medic won't let me do anything and hard hardly lets me into the back of the rig. Really. So my first question, right? Because now they're they're wondering, you know, how their skills are going to be, and 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 we'll get through a bunch of the other things that. That Voldemort Han Solo here was telling me, but right. how does that affect providers? Like, what in this case, and we'll kind of get into what this provider should be doing about this situation, but, you know, us as paramedics, I always try and make the EMTs do as much as humanly yeah. possible. And M, like, I want to hear from you specifically. Because on the EMT side, what happens when you get the medics that treat you like this? 
I just had this yesterday. Literally my first shift in months, I pick up three hours to help my boss out, and I get a dick bag paramedic. Really? I'm so sorry. I just, uh, yesterday we show up on scene, he walks in, introduces himself, doesn't say anything about us walking behind him. This is a BLS ambulance and a paramedic fly car. We are two separate agencies. So I do not work for the paramedic. I do not work with the paramedic. Like, we're two separate agencies. Right. So it doesn't say anything about us. Walks in, pauses. I walk in. I'm like, hey, my name is Emily. This is my blah, blah, blah partner. What's going on today? And this patient tells me about her belly pain. I said, well, how long has that been going on for? And the paramedic goes, excuse me, can you get the meds? And I said, are you talking to me? He was like, yeah, can you get the meds? And I was like, no, if you want the meds, you go get them. Good job. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, are you out of your mind? I just don't understand people talking. So, hey, Anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with that. You know, it's less work than I, I have to do. I, 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 in fact, I would just, I wouldn't have said nothing to you. I would just stood there and listen to the answers. Right. And watch the patient and look at, you know, do things with my eyes, get things ready with my, my bag, you know, get things ready with my monitor. But Right. I don't like. Well, I, I think that that's relevant to this question, though. Like, I think that you know, they're doing a disservice to the providers and to the patient when you're saying that you have two sets of hands and you're taking one set out because why? Do you right. want to be a dick? Well, and I don't like, I don't know if it's a ego thing. Like I'm a big, bad paramedic stroke my ego. You're beneath me. Yeah. But like you were an EMT at one point in time. Like we all go, like you can't just go well, to, it's getting more and more the other way, but no, I, I know what you're saying. But y you yeah. have to rise from the ranks. Like, you can't just go and be a paramedic without being an EMT first in 90% in yeah. of the scenarios out there. Right. So it's like, why are you shitting on what you just were? Because now you have a different patch on your shoulder. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You um, know? You know, it... Uh, but we're also in a group that would never do that to a provider. So we're not going to understand, like, why this happened. That's all, that's, that is very true. Like, uh, again, I don't treat my EMTs poorly. Right. right. I, right. I, want, I want to pull the EMT up yeah. to, to my level because then that, that benefits me because I don't have to sit there and be like, oh, what's my EMT doing? Are they fucking up? Because yeah. I know they got it. They're solid. And I can just do my own thing yeah. like and the patient benefits from both of us yeah i, I mean i was sitting there thinking and, and i'm like yeah you know there there there've actually been and the only one i can think of is one time it may have happened on another occasion or not but uh, and it was mainly due to having um what i consider a scene safety issue with my partner you know and it was talked about repeatedly that day and then finally that partner went and did the same exact thing we'd already talked about, walked in without me, was in the house by himself while I was still getting my shit. And I come walking in and they're already in the middle of a patient conversation, you know, doing an assessment. And I said, okay, well now you can stop talking to him and tell me everything you just told him. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, that was like literally the only time I, I, I pulled the dick card. But at the same I, point, I was trying to drive a point home. Right. You know, right. And there, and at yeah. times, you know, you kind of have to do that, yeah. you know, but for every day, but it sounds like this person, yeah, is having a continued issue right. with this. It's not like a one time. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that's exactly so. So ultimately they, they go on and say they're basically a driver with an EMT B patch on their shoulder. Right. 
Um, and they're they're kind of worried that their their level of of proficiency is going to decrease because yeah, they're not they be. they're not seeing well, patients, 100%. Right? right? But then they're also concerned that they're not now they're going to get looked down on from an agency and a hospital level because they're losing their credibility to you know, I, I guess in in their system they work very closely with the hospitals, so like the hospitals know it's a rustic. They know who's on the. Truck. They know they know who's on the truck. So like you know, I've worked in those districts yeah. too, where you know all the nurses and right, the doctors right. when you walk into the hospital, and and they know you, and you're like, and they trust you more because they see that you're you're intelligent, you're proficient, right. and that you know what you're talking about. But this hospital clearly isn't seeing that this person is worth anything. And they're concerned that now they're losing credibility and trust with not just their partner and their agency, but now local hospital staff too. So I guess I guess my question would be, um, is is this a corporate culture kind of systemic thing in their agency where, because we all know the agencies that are becoming more and more of them that it's oh you're an EMT you don't do anything, you're just you're just there to pick stuff up put stuff down right. You know, everything has to go ALS. Everything has to be paramedic. It's all paramedic. Um, is it the, one of those kind of places? So I, I have I have other information okay. that we'll get to right. that kind of ties into the agency is right. a part of the problem. Because right, if they foster that type of attitude, I'd, then they... Yeah, but even if it is that, that's not saying that your partner can't do anything. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying it, it, you couple that type of corporate culture with an asshole i think the corporate culture is perfect storm i think the corporate culture is worse than what we are discussing now let's put it that way and and you'll see kind of when we when we get further along but um but yeah like it, it how does how does this this provider go about you know, working a full-time shift with this, you know, this person. Like, they're not there for 12 hours a week with this person. They're there for 40 hours, you know? So it's like, is there... I remember being an EMT and working with a paramedic that I couldn't stand for a year. And he, that paramedic would constantly, you know, talk down to me, berate me, like... I was brand new, so I didn't know anything. I had just been a driver for like three or four months of that year. So, you know, it was it was miserable. Him and I didn't speak for a year at all. Yeah. And as soon as I could get off the shift, I did. And I was like, see you later, goodbye. You're you're a dick. Like, whatever. <laughs> um I couldn't imagine going through 40 hours a week. I did one 12 hour shift with him a week for a year. And I almost blew my head off. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like what the best, uh, I, I guess it would depend. I on mean, I would call him out on it. Like, that, yeah, that, that's, you know, is, is there a part to it where like he doesn't trust you? And if that's the case, like what about it? Doesn't he trust you with and like make it a learning opportunity? Right. I think that, you know, I guess I'm jaded because I've had too many people do this to me as a BLS provider and they're like well you're just BLS you don't know what you're talking about but like you don't know anything about me you don't know anything about my education so just shut the fuck up right. 
But my start to that is always like, well, what did I miss? Like, what did you see that I didn't? Or, you know, like, what made you think this on this call? I'm really curious. Right. You know, it's not always going to work out, but I think that's a good start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I was toying in my head, like, and I guess it depends on, it depends on the kind of person the, uh, this, this partner is, you know, yeah. is, is he, you know, just one massive ego, but absolutely no fucking stones between his legs. Or is he, you know, one of these guys mm-hmm. that, you know, is just been there, done that and all that stuff. And this, this is just the way he is. He's just a, you know, an angry ogre, you know? Right. Um, and, and honestly, I would say if it's the, if it's the, the, the former, if it's just, you know, gigantic ego, well, that you can definitely call them out on it. I, I, I mean, I would, I would address it directly. I'd be like, Hey, what's your fucking problem? You know, you want to do all the fucking work yourself. I'm more than happy to let you do that. Yeah. You know, but you're, you're kind of a dickhead, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody knows it. I, I, right. well, I'd fucking, I'd go right to their ego and fuck with it. Yeah. Um, that might work, you know, who knows? Um, if they're more the other way, I would just, <laughs> to use an English term, I would bollock my way into the back of the fucking ambulance and just start doing my job. And you know, I so would just start doing stuff and let him say something in front of the patient. Yeah, and that's kind. So that's kind of what I was thinking. And yeah. just take, you know, Emily, you've said this before too. You just kind of have to do it. Yeah, like yeah. you're a provider. You know what you should be doing. Just start doing it. And if they right. don't like it, oh well, who cares? You're doing your job. Right. You know, right, and, and you're not, it doesn't matter. And, you know, yesterday that paramedic was like, well, it's my patient. Like, it's our patient. Right. It's not yeah. one person's patient. Nobody right. owns this person. Right. So, and you know, if I'm going to go check a blood sugar on the altered mental status, then you can't stop me. Right. Right. I think that's where I was, I mean, I was even thinking, it was literally funny, funny you even said that. Like, literally, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, so go in the back, you know, you see them, you know, you, you, you understand what kind of patient you're dealing with, you're an EMT. You know, if you think it's going to be cardiac Hey, you know, go ahead and get start getting that twelve lead ready to go. And if he says something, hey, what are you doing with that twelve lead? Hey, put that down. You know, let's. Oh, I'm going to do that. Okay, great. And then you immediately just pick up the glucometer. Yeah. You know. Right. Why not? Move on to the next. Yeah. Right? I'll keep yeah. making you waste your fucking time dicking with me, or you can just shut the fuck up and let me do my job. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's it. Right. So like, y- you kind of have to make a determination of, like you said, what kind of person they are. Can you can you confront them head on? Yeah. Right. Or. You know, and, and kind of what was going through my head in when you were discussing how you would look at this person is, are they the type of person that talks the big game, but then is going to try, if you do say something and confront them or start doing your job or whatnot, then going to turn around to management and try and steamroll you, right? Because they're insecure, because they're not really all that in a bag of donuts, and I only say this because, in my opinion, they are not all that in a bag of donuts. Now, I that's am, why you're better with the politics stuff, man. Because I, I, so well, like, I don't think that far ahead. So well, maybe that's always been my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I also, you know, I'm getting a one-sided story yeah, from from Voldemort here. However, yeah. there's there's a lack of trust, at least in my opinion, between these two providers. Right. And I think it it has a lot to do with the paramedic performing things that they should be doing, but doing them so poorly that then they have to cover them up that they've done them poorly. 
Could be. All right. And 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 this BLS provider is like, what the fuck? Like, you can't be doing that. Right. Right. And without using, you know, incredible examples that they have given. Okay. Um, because I, I, I don't think we need to go that far. Let's just say that you and I do a procedure, mm-hmm. right, that just so happens to administer fluid to somebody. Okay. But someone's arm moves, and we can no longer give fluid to somebody. Okay. Right? But instead of cleaning up the mess, we just put tape over it and hide it. And pretend And pretend everything painting. is fine. Oh, so so now this is painting an even better picture. So because that tells me everything I need to know about about who this person exactly. is. Exactly. So yeah. again not necessarily we, who it is, but you know, we I mean, go to the we go is. to the trust issue. Yeah. If I saw my paramedic doing that, or if M was my EMT and she mm-hmm. saw me, God forbid, doing something like that, yeah. I would think that somebody would be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like that is not okay. That's, that's egregious, dude. That, no. Right? And I don't I I don't know. You know, again, I'm getting a one-sided story, and who knows if they actually do this or not. You know? But Yeah, I mean it uh um how do you deal with that type of provider? Because clearly they have the stones to walk into a hospital. So you know how you deal with that? And being like, hey. I'll tell you how you deal with that. And this is not. Oh. I should really be careful how I answer things. Cause yes. But, yeah, you know what? When have I ever given a shit? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, so why are you filtering now? Right, yeah, so, so, so here's how you fucking deal with it. And this may not be the. You know, the uh, syllabus, you know, per SOP of the agency you're working for uh, on how to deal with these issues. But here's how you deal with it. Every fucking place I've ever worked has a town crier. There's one person that you can go to, tell them anything you want. And within three hours, everyone in the station is going to know about it because they can't keep their fucking mouth shut. That's how you deal with it. You go tell that person, hey, this dude's a fucking asshole. Hey, he's fucking, this is what he did. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, sh- don't tell anybody, and then you walk away. It's basically kicking the door in and throwing in a grenade. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's how you deal with it. <laughs> so. You let, the, you let the glitch fix itself. So what, it, just spitballing here. Yeah. What happens when that happens? And. Administration knows about it, hey. but just doesn't do anything about it. Well, because they care about the warm because butt they in care a, in a about warm butts yep. and warm you know and warm seats. So, yeah. like again, who knows if this is happening? I'm just kind of spitballing ideas. But like I, I said, town crier, and if it gets back to me, oh well. Yeah, that's exactly what I told the fucking dude. Am I am I lying? Well, it's not even that, but you know, you know, no, I know what you're saying. Like I, nothing I feel gets done. I right, right. Nothing would get done about it if administration doesn't take it seriously, you know. And you know how many agencies out there 
that just they don't care what egregious things happen. They just want butts and seats, and and it and it takes a toll on. And, and again, this is a hypothetical. I wasn't gifted this information. I don't know if administration knows or not. No, then I won't give you a hypothetical. I've, I've worked at a place where someone blatantly killed somebody, and everybody knows they killed somebody, and everyone knows they could have saved that person, but they didn't. They chose to do nothing. And, uh, and at the end of the day, the patient died. Everything was flagged. Everything went up the chain like it was supposed to do, and not a fucking thing was done. Why? Because somebody had to be in the fucking seat. Yeah. How many times over does it happen per week? I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and it's not just a New York issue. This this is a, this is an everywhere issue. Yep. You know? So, you know, like where does it come to a point where we have to start looking out for the betterment of the profession in weeding these people out? If management's not going to do it, the only other way, at least with us, is to go to the region or the state and be like, here's a here's a filed complaint on this person for doing this. But then you look like a total asswipe because you're now reporting people. Why though? Why does that make you right look thing? like an asswipe? Well, no, no, no. I'm yeah. not, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, oh, I, no. I don't think they're an asswipe. I think they're great. I'm just saying, you know that most of their other employees are going to sit there and be like, oh, man, why'd you turn in, uh, you know, Chewbacca for... Uh, why do you for, think I did? You know? You know? But, be like, watch yourself next time or I'll turn you in next. I don't give a shit. Again, but I'm just... <laughs> I am throwing out the, the you know, Catch-22, other black side of things, like... So here's... So, so you asked, where, at what point does this change? I'll tell you what point it changes. It changes... When you move to a better system? When you move to a better system, yes. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it, it changes when the almighty dollar is no longer the focus yeah. of a rescue squad or yeah. an ambulance company or yeah. or whatever service you belong to. When you when you take that equa- out of the equation, they're no longer fighting for every dollar and every transfer and whatever else they can get to get a fucking dollar through the door and get their call volume up, that's when it stops. Because then the focus becomes on patient care and personnel. Right. That's it. What? Yeah. And you think systems like that might exist. I believe they do. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. It, you know, it. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it really, you know, we've talked so much about culture and profession and, you know, like the whole society of EMS on the show that, you know, this is kind of just, it's, it's one of those, those situations that you wish you never hear about and yeah. you know exist, but it's like, we've all been there with terrible partners that do terrible things, you know, that get away with it. And you're just like, how the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, right. and one of the things that I always charts when they come through and you're doing QA and you're just like, how the fuck does this mother continue to practice? Well, not I'm literally that. doing this right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Currently. Not even that, but you know what? Like always oh, my, my, my thought process through this, this whole thing is, is every time that I know about a provider that does these like crazily yeah. egregious horrible things, is they, crazily a word? It is. Okay. Um, it is. But you when, just said crazy. No. Crazily. It has to be crazily. So three syllables instead of two. Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, 
Now you fucked my Sorry. thinking up. <laughs> hey, you know. Um, there goes that college education again. <laughs> right, zing. Kicking right in. Um, no, I always just wondered, like, we all sit there and go, how'd that call go? Right. How could I have done better? Like, you know, oh, man, you know, maybe I did this. Maybe I did that. I, I might. You know, I can't tell you how many times we yeah we, we like we're sitting there and it's like okay here's what ha- here's here's this this that and the other thing you, what would you have done right before you and say a word about what you actually did exactly you know right you you kind of go over how things should or yeah. could have gone right how you got better I don't understand how these people that do these crazy things don't sit there at some point in their career and go man I suck at this. Maybe I shouldn't or should like shouldn't do it or should get some help. But no, they just continue on like nothing. They don't do chart reviews. They don't look at their own calls. They they're okay with doing things egregiously. They make excuses for why it went south. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm still awesome. They don't see that they did anything wrong. But I'm sorry. There's. You know, there is only so far that that excuse can get us in in I mean, our job. Like, think of the providers that you've had that have had this. Like the one that I'm sure Gerard was referencing before that has screwed all of us over at some point. If you went to him and was like, hey, dude, like what the fuck? What would he say? Oh, we did fine. We did everything oh, yeah. we could. We didn't do anything wrong. Well, I didn't have enough time. Yeah, they don't see what they did wrong. They don't get they do nothing wrong in their mind. Yeah. Which is which is crazy. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and yeah, it, I've been I've actually been thinking about that a lot. It's like because I, I I know there's a you know a few more than a few that I know, and you know I think about them and I'm like, yeah, how do they get off just practicing the way they practice and justifying the things they do or don't do, you know? And I'm just like, I think about it. And I'm like, they must have hit some point where they were able to just say, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. And. They hit the wall of, I'm done. Yeah, like, I, yeah, like I don't care anymore. And and I'm like, I don't then know. Then why I, are you still doing it? Yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm always because so it's, worried about it, that like, even, for, like, for myself, like, I, I, like, I'm like, fuck, I'm, you know, am, am I horrible? Am I bad? You know, do I suck? You know? And, I mean, we all suck. Well, you know what I mean, but. <laughs> You know, I'm constantly fucking worried about that. And but I'm I like, think, and I, I don't think they are anymore. I think they've they've hit that point where they just don't care. Yeah, and and like Emily said, why do they continue to do it? I think because it's all they know. Yeah, they and, can, it, they, and it's, it's and better it, flip burgers, and yeah. they could easily get away with it. Right. You know, who well, cares? Right, because management's not right. There's no accountability. There's not. There's no accountability in in the management structure. Right. You know right. and. They can get away with it. They can get away with whatever they want. They've been in it so long. They know all the management people. They're all buddies. They're all part of the same boys club. Right. You know, so they're not going to take their little buddy and throw him under the bus. Right. Right. And they know that. You know, so it's like, you know, you you look at it and to get back to to this type of of situation, you have, you know, uh, a... from from the outside looking in, an EMT that wants to do good at their job and get better, right? right? That's worried about their skills and their image to other medical providers, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And 
they're being weighted down by this person who shouldn't probably be doing this job, um, but is just there. Yeah. And, you know, they're looking at a way of maybe they can't fix their schedule. Maybe they're stuck. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, aside, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, if it, you know, aside from, you know, we don't know, is it because of something they've done themselves that have, you know, taken any trust away from, you know, this paramedic? I don't know because I don't know anything about this person. Right. Um, I'm going on the assumption that that it's not that that they're trying to do the best they can do and they're agreed being, being shut down. Me too. Honestly, you know, if you if you don't want to confront them, you don't want to shame them, and you don't want to tell the town crier <laughs> any one of those things. Honestly, I would I would look for someplace else to work. Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of so that's that's ultimately what I came down to. I you know I I got this a, a while ago, yeah. and. I had a conversation with the person and they're, they're a long time listener of this show. Okay. And, um, one of the things that I stroke the old, you know, podcast ego of okay. all four of us is that, Hold on, let me get the loop. There we go. Th- I, I would, <laughs> I would think that if you're if you're that invested in listening to us for entertainment and educational purposes, you're trying to be a good provider. Yeah. Like I don't sit there and think that people that suck at this are going to listen to us tell tell them how much they right. suck. Right. And, right. and anyone who's who's going to sit and listen to a podcast for EMS. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, trying. Yeah, you're trying to learn something new, hear something different, you know. Right. Better yourself. Exactly. Um, and Honestly, with no with that that root of thinking, I don't know if this you know rustic district is two miles from Voldemort's house. I don't know if they're traveling you know a hundred miles to get to work every day. I don't know, but I would probably if that's the management structure that you know if it's true they don't care that that's not somewhere you want to work anyway. That's right. not a place that you want to be associated yeah. with yeah. because I agree. your reputation is not going to be great there. You're going to get the reputation of, right. oh man, you work there and, and I, it's guilty by association. I can, I can, I can confirm that because I did, I went, I went, I went and worked somewhere um, that in my head I was like, okay, this, this is going to be great. Like this is, you know, the, the place actually, you know, was kind of special to me. And I thought it was great. I thought, and not to mention the, the actual job itself, uh, where I would be an EMT, um, it was, you know, it paid great compared to other places. You know, it was, uh, you know, it was a uh, uh, municipal service, shall we say. So, it w- you know, it wasn't just some ambulance company chasing dollars, things like right. that, right? And, uh, you know, all the wonderful benefits. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And I get there and, okay, we're having having a good time doing doing what I'm doing there. But then I'm, I'm noticing, you know, there's just this overwhelming amount of laziness and people that just aren't really interested in doing their work. And then I started hearing things from other places. And then I started hearing other people saying, oh, you work there? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It you know, really and, and is you get a thing. That look like, oh. You're yeah. one of those. Yeah, you, you work there. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, it all we've said it a thousand times. All you have in this business is your reputation. Right. So, you know, I, I've... I've worked at bad agencies and I've left agencies that were trending in the downward fashion yeah. because I don't want to be a part of the sinking ship that when their reputation goes down, mine goes down with it because you're yeah. guilty by association. Yeah. And it, 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 it truly is a thing. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't tell you how many people that I've told don't go work there based off of, prior experience of right. knowing how the agency works or because of the reputation that agency has, and you don't want to be associated with that, right. you know? Right. So if, if this place, you know, is that kind of place for you, maybe you don't want to be there. Yeah. It's worth driving right. somewhere else. It's, it's worth yeah. driving an extra little bit to get somewhere else that has a better reputation. It, when I left that, that place, uh, I, I walked away from all that special extra shit and good pay and all that good stuff. And I went somewhere with less of everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was happy. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you don't know what's out there until you try yeah. that. That's, you know, the grass is not always greener, but you don't know what color the grass is unless you actually get out and look. Right. And, you know, it's, you don't want to be part of agencies that are going to limit your growth. You don't want to be part of agencies that, you know, are going to just give you bad habits. You don't want to have to change your schedule to get away from terrible providers. You don't want to have to change your schedule to ride a different truck just to get experience. Right. You know, that's not the agency that you should probably be working for, you know? Um, and, and, Again, I don't know how rustic it is. It might be their only option. Yeah. You know, which then. Well, if it is, you know, I, all I can say is put in for different shifts. Yeah. You know. Um, Get on a different truck with somebody else. Yeah. Try and rearrange life to be yeah. able to get away from this this person. Um, you know, is there is there a, a person there that can mentor you? Yeah. That you can kind of slide under the wing of and be like, hey, you know, I am eager to learn. Teach me what you know. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, another, I mean, at the end of the day, at the very, you know, like, last chance saloon, go to management and just say, look, you know, it's like a fucking, it's like a marriage. It's in irreconcilable differences. Yeah. I can't get along with this person. They can't get along with me. This isn't good for patient care. You're, we need to be split up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and make sure it's in writing and, you know, you hold their feet to the fire and if they Continue to let it go the way it is. Well, down the road, if anything happens, hey, here you go. That's right. your ass, not mine. Yeah. You know. Em, do you have anything to say on this? No, I mean, I, I agree. I think that, you know, if, if management truly doesn't care, then that's probably not somewhere you really want to work anyway. Um, like, I will leave a job in a heartbeat if I think that the agency doesn't have the patient's best interest in mind, whether that's they're letting shitty providers keep functioning, you know, whatever the case may be if you don't have my morals in the same line as yours, then I'm out. Like it's not worth it. Yeah, no. EMTs, you know, in most of the state right now can get a job anywhere they apply to. And I just, I don't think it's worth it. Cause honestly, the only thing that's going to go is your mental health. If you're going to start to hate the job, you're going to get frustrated and it's just not worth it. Like you got into this profession for a reason. 
remember that and don't let anybody take the joy of this job for you away. It's just not worth it. Yeah. And that's a lot that, you know, I didn't even think about that through this whole thing is how it affects you and increases burnout. Yeah. Just because you're like, fuck this. I'm not going to work. I got to deal with this person. Like, exactly. And it's not worth it. Like it is not worth you getting burnt out in this job because your partner is an asshole. Yeah. I worked somewhere where there was a, a, this one supervisor that like, like I just couldn't stand her. Um, and like she had it in for me, I had it in for her. You know I mean? We just, we were oil and water and literally every time, uh, that day would come around on the rotation that I would be on her shift. It was like, I'd wake up in the morning and I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know, so right, right off the yeah. my day just started off bad. Yep. You know? Yeah, you don't want to dread going to work before that, you even get there. And that was it. There was there was an agency that I had worked for for you know a considerable number of years where every single day, I was like, I could call out today and not care. Right. You know, like, right? And then as uh, I'd wake up bitter because mm-hmm. in an hour I have to be in a truck. And I loved my partners there. I hated the business. Right. I hated the agency. And I hate everything about the agency. Right. Um, You know, and it was miserable. But, you know, I'm I'm a loyal guy to my agencies, typically. Um, But when you believe in what they're what they're about, you know what I mean? And if. Well, and that's if it. I'm not loyal to you, it's not worth it for me right. to go there. I'm not benefiting you. I'm not benefiting me. I'm not benefiting my patient. So I'm right. out. Right. You think like that. Some people don't. Like, I stayed there for years being unhappy just because I thought that, you know, I needed to be loyal to this this certain place. And I think, you know, that's something that has to be looked at because people do have this innate loyalty to an agency well, or whatever. And, oh, yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't have to be like well, that. I think, like, what, I think what makes it um, more more so is, like you said, you enjoyed the people you worked with. You liked the people you worked with. Right. Yeah. I don't even necessarily right. think it's you being loyal to the company. It's you being loyal to your buddies. Uh, agreed. Right. You know, it, agreed. It's, it's kind of like that same blood, same mud type shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember the first time I decided I was going to leave a place that I enjoyed working at. And I was like, because I was going somewhere that had, I, I was going to make more money. And uh, and it was going to be less stressful for me to go to paramedic school. Mm-hmm. And I, it was one of those decisions where it was like one of the hardest, you know, n- giving notice letters I've ever written. Yeah, and it had nothing to do with me, you know, believing in the agency or right, you know, giving a flying fuck about what how much money they made or what their call volume was. It was about all my friends. Mm-hmm. I was gonna leave my friends. Yeah, you know, kind of like where I'm at today. You know, I'm like, you know, here's this another opportunity. I'm gonna go somewhere where I think the grass might be greener, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping it's. They it's, have more sunshine there, so it probably well, will be greener. It, you yeah, know, I mean, well, yeah, true that. I mean, I, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's different. Oh, and it'll be different. In a good way. <laughs> Not different in a bad way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and here again, you know, um, it's this horrible feeling of walking away from people you care about. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're happy with the people around you and you enjoy their, you know, being there and working with them, it makes it really, really hard. But if you're going to and you're fucking miserable, Fuck yeah. that. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Your, your buddies will be buddies if they're true friends. Or yeah. just 
bring them along with you right. to the next agency. Right. Go to the next place and say, hey, the water over here is better. Right. <laughs> you know? Sluck them over right. there, right? We got and better tchotchkes. Come yeah. on over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I mean, there's there's been a lot of times where, you know, I try and bring over people yeah. uh, that I think would be a really good fit for a certain agency or whatever. And, yeah. you know, yeah, you get to start working with, with people that you enjoyed, right? You know, working with previously, or you know, that are friends of yours, or whatever. So yeah, it's 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 a possibility. And I'm sure it's the way it is everywhere, right? You know? you know, it's definitely a possibility. But yeah, I think I think Emily, you you really drove the point home, and and you have to consider your mental health of the thing. Yeah. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just about your proficiency as a provider, uh, but it is about your mental health as a provider and just a human being. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that you can't you can't sacrifice that because it's a job and you need the money or whatever. Um, you know, so I, hopefully, you know, we, we gave this, this person at least some option, you know, to, to fend off this, this situation. It's, it's not a great situation to be in by any means of, you know how you look at it, but um, I think we've all been there in one, yeah, in one experience or the next. Um, there, there were definitely a I bunch mean, of partners I, that I didn't like. I have definitely noticed. Uh, there's also it seems to be like an age correlation as well. Um, people younger than a certain age seem to have this, you know. Especially the ones that do the, uh, you know, forgive me, the I've never been an EMT, but I'm going right to paramedic type thing. Yeah. And then they have the God complex along with it, with the ego and everything else. And they're of this age where they don't think there's anyone out there who can kick their ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let that sink in. You've never gotten your ass kicked exactly. and it shows. Big yeah, up. right? Until one day. <laughs> you know? Yep. And it's, it's, you know, it's something like, I mean, I found out at an early age, you know, I, I was a kid walking into some new school and I'm like, I'm Billy Badass. And then, then Billy Badass co- showed up and right. was like, you know, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, right. it's, it's so true. You know, you, you, know, you, you have to get <laughs> somebody, somebody has to be there to, to put the old humble pie in their face. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and and again, if that's if that's you, that's great. If it's management, awesome. Fuck it. If it's the medical director, right? Even better. Even better, right? Go above management to the medical director, right? Yeah. There's and there's an option we didn't even think about. Um, and and if you really you know sit down and reflect and think about things, and you know, and it's just you look at it and you're miserable, mm. then maybe you just need to get the fuck out and let let them sink in the ship. You know what? I just had thought of a great oh. quote. Oh, who's it from? Oh, boy. It, it's from a fictional character, actually. Okay. I th- I think those are the best. This one is, uh, it, it, I don't know, it just popped in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, this would actually fit here. Okay. So it's from an, a, a TV show that used to run. It was called Justified. Okay. Okay. And the main character is a deputy U.S. marshal. He's talking to somebody about, you know, just, you know, they're having a bad day or something. And he imparts this, these words of wisdom on them. He says, look, you go around all day and you run into an asshole 
Well, then you just ran into an asshole. You go around all day running into assholes. You're the asshole. Mm. Ain't that interesting. Yeah. I, should, I might get that tattooed. <laughs> there you go. Is that a reminder not to be an asshole or uh, that you are an asshole? <laughs> probably a little bit of both, I guess, right? <laughs> Depends on where I get it. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, jeez. Maybe that new doctor will do it for you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, so if you guys don't have any other, you know, important parting words of wisdom for uh, for Voldemort, Han Solo, Chewbacca here, um, I think we'll we'll wrap it up. Um, I think this was a, 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 a good conversation. I'm glad that somebody at least, you know, wanted to confide in us and in, yeah. in, in an issue. And, uh, you know, I think, you know what? To, to carry us home, Gerard, what is your favorite Subway sandwich? Ooh. <laughs> well. Because I only ever order two things when I go there. See, I like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, for me, it's either, and it's just like the stand, you know, my, my, my standby is just the Philly cheese, uh, cheesesteak. See, um, I've never I've never been bold enough to try it. Yeah, it's just if you just need something utility and you just want to just no fuss, no muss, <laughs> be able to eat it in the truck without stuff falling all over you. Yep, yep. You know, it's quick and dirty and easy. Otherwise, just like a hooker. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you literally just made it sound like I know all about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna. No. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh yeah, I'm I'm thinking. Oh wow, this should not take that long. No, because now I'm right? thinking about this other one. I'm like, oh my god, that's right, I forgot about that. All right, well, you know, what? I'm gonna say the BMT. I like the BMT. The BMTs are yeah, with with most of the fixins. I like the banana peppers on there. You know, now you're getting too spicy for me. Eh, you know, gotta have a little little spice of life. You know? Yeah, no, that would kill me. You know, a little, little thin thing of mayo. Okay. I like a good bread sandwich, you know? Nice bread sandwich. Nice bread sandwich. Thin right. slice of rye, piece of wheat, then another thin slice of rye. <laughs> <laughs> Does Emily have a favorite I feel like Subway I'm sandwich? I'm going to blow your mind with this. I've only had a Subway sandwich once in my life. Which would probably be your favorite, so which one was it? <laughs> um, it wasn't, which is probably why I've never had it again, but it was a veggie delight with honey mustard. So you had salad on bread, right? So you yep. literally, you literally had I a bread sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> legitimately with honey mustard. Wow! And I thought to myself, why the fuck do people actually go to this place to eat? How, how about, no, 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 no! It's not necessarily where they go to that place. It's, it's why the fuck would people go to a sub place and order a fucking sandwich with no meat? I mean, that's fair, but so Kelsey, it just Kelsey out all day. Kelsey and I spent a year not together in a truck. Right? Just a few hours, get some sweat on it. <laughs> Goo. Um, so so through the medic internship with Kelsey and I spending so much damn time together, we ate at a lot of subways. A lot? A lot. What, were they soft? Like, a lot. I I know some soft, soft? people. They were soft. They were so soft. soft. Uh, <laughs> so um 
I found out that hers is turkey and cheese with nothing. Without. With with nothing. With turkey, nothing. cheese, bread. No sauce, no nothing. What? Turkey, cheese, bread. And I'm like, how in the fuck do you eat turkey, cheese, and bread? Like, oh, that's Well, like when she goes to the diner, she gets chicken strips cut up on a wrap. That's it. No cheese, no dressing, yeah. nothing. So she so, eats like a child. I mean, she is a child, yeah. but she eats like an eight-year-old. So this place I work at, or just literally just left, there was one there. He would order, like, triple stack pound of fucking bologna between two pieces of bread. Yeah. Zero. Just nothing else. Why? Eat the bologna just roll. Just the fucking bologna in the middle of a bread. Yeah, just eat the bologna right. roll. Fuck the bread. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I do What's the, your favorite term? I do the BLT. BLT? I do the BLT, but I, I put... It's close to a veggie sandwich. It is. It's close. Got some swine, um, but that's about it. You know, I, I put cheese on it. I put... What's kind of weird is I I'll I'll do the bacon, um, and I do a little bit of lettuce, tomatoes, uh, pickles and olives, mm-hmm. and then mayo, and then I put all uh, like oh, oil and vinegar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with with like <laughs> typically Swiss cheese, I would rather cheddar, but I hate that fifty fifty mix that they have. So why don't you just throw a little. Uh yeah, I don't know something else in there with the bacon, like a little turkey, maybe a piece of because salami. then it then it wouldn't be a BLT. Uh, it'd be better. And BLTs <laughs> are like the king of the kings of sandwich. It depends on if the bacon is good. I mean, their their bacon's not the grandiose of it's bacon, but great. it's it's not terrible. I've had worse. It ain't great. Let's put it this way: Hatfield Gross. is worse. Hatfield bacon is like the worst bacon ever created on the history know, of the sun. I don't know where they get their fucking pork from. Probably but, Hatfield. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, like, it's like it's like yeah, whoever blessed their their fucking it, yeah, the rabbi was phoning it in that day. Seriously, it's, it's it is definitely not kosher. Blech. It's not good. It's grimy. I know. Um, but it's your favorite sandwich. But it is my favorite sandwich. But my go, my you know, they have a new one that I want to try. It's one of those roasted chicken sandwiches. Nah, don't don't bother. Um, it I just once, it. just yeah, once. I've tried it just once. It's the meh emoji. Meh. Uh, I mean, you know, meh. it's like your uh, Philly cheesesteak. It's meh. It's your utility. I, I agree. It is meh. Yeah. But it, it's filling. Exactly. You know. That's why I want to try it meat. just to see if it's different. <laughs> It's got meat. <laughs> you know what else has meat? The dirty pirate hookers on the end of the street. <laughs> they do, even though they're dressed like women. <laughs> oh. Anywho, Ooh, with I that. I that to a horrible place. Yeah, you I? did. With that, we are going to end. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you. Um, from the uh, brand new bunker, Gerard, you will be uh, joining us via Skype from now on. Correct. So. It has been great to have you in front of me all these years doing this. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I have to say farewell to you uh, since you're leaving us tomorrow. I know I'm going to be slightly tearish uh, tomorrow morning knowing that you're going to be leaving. But, uh, I'm there. but you know that your door is always open at my place, so. Your door is always open. I was going to say, your my, my door, door is always what? open here. My door is right. always open there. Leave me alone, all right? The door is open. I didn't want to come rob it. <laughs> it's all good. 
The doors are open. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time, stay safe. And, wow. So long, donuts. I mean, not really so long, donuts. Not really. It's not like you're leaving the show. I know. It feels like, <laughs> you know. It feels like a goodbye, you know. It it's has that finality to it. Not a goodbye. You know. It's a, you're going to be on a scratchier microphone. No, I'm just like looking around here and I'm just like, well, I'm not going to be in this room ever again. I mean, you could be. Well, I'll be here packing stuff up and bringing stuff down, but that's about it. And you can always visit. I know. And when you visit, we'll record. And I'll play your your favorite intro. You have returned. Uh. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.